0: One of the things I love most about sharing these weekly visits with you is the wonderful friends you and I have made together over the past eight years. Many of them are people who have just selflessly and for very little in terms of either money or recognition just devoted their lives to helping us as many people as they possibly can to come to know the perfect joy of living right now in the eternal love that is each human being's birthright, and it will all end her after we die. But people who are trying to help everyone come to that realization now are such a gift to us. And our guest today is one of those very special people whose very, very lives are gifts to humankind. And you and I have made a friend of hers. Sandra Champlain is with us for the 11th time. I've known her For the past eight years, I think, ever since she first published her terrific book called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death, and like all genuine researchers, she really was a big skeptic when she started to do this work, and I have to say, I was a skeptic too, but I had a twist. Sandra was trying to find some proof that her beloved father had survived, and she didn't even know, but... When I began to do serious research in my 20s, I already knew there was something important behind the curtain. I had glimpsed it when I was eight years old and then again at 20 when I had experiences of light. But since I knew it was real, I was skeptical of every bit of evidence. I only wanted to know what was actually true. I wasn't looking for comfort. I was looking for truth. I really feel for Sandra. It took her a while. Her dad was gone, and at first she thought he was really gone, so she didn't just go to mediums, get this in search of a bit of hope somewhere. She tried to become a medium herself. She tried to learn to do instrumental transcommunication and a lot of other phenomena for herself. All her efforts are very enjoyably detailed in her wonderful book, We Don't Die, and wow, I give her credit. I haven't tried any of those things in my entire career. Sandra did find her father, and when she found him, she also found a glorious cause that has transformed her life and transformed, frankly, the lives of many other people too. Sandra Champlain wants everyone to know that each of us never began, we never will end. Her work is not ever about Sandra, and I know know her well. I can tell you this is true. It's about you. There is no one else active in the field of afterlife research and education who is so energetic and also so selfless and so full of light. So when my guide Thomas told me I should choose and cultivate my successor in this work, there was really only one possible choice. Sandra, welcome. I'm so happy to have you with us again.
1: Oh, thank you so much. That was so kind of you to say. I'm just (laughs) sitting here with a big smile like, oh, my pleasure.
0: Well, I'm glad glad you feel that way because – I, I there are there's too little recognition being given to people like you and people other people too that you and I know who who are not looking for recognition they're just trying to find a big enough megaphone so they can help as many people as possible. You and I know that there are other kinds of people in this work, and we know how to tell the difference so it is beautiful to be able to help you and I'm trying to help you whenever whatever your banner is on my website, nobody else has except me Can, I know, can be on my you. website. So um, I'm just very glad that to see you really thriving.
1: Thank Let, you, Roberta.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your your radio activities because you've done a bunch of things. You're right now. You've been doing We Don't Die Radio, I guess, for what five or six years at this yes,
1: point. Yes, uh huh, absolutely. And I
0: have 361
1: episodes of that. Good for you. And as of recording this, I have 46 episodes of the new show. Shades of the Afterlife, which is being hosted by iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM.
0: Wow. So So you have a big megaphone there.
1: I do. And it was so exciting that they came to me, the producer of Coast to Coast AM, Tom Danheiser, you know him. Of course. It came to me well before COVID hit with this great idea that they wanted to have a paranormal network and an afterlife show. And I was the one that came to mind and I was so honored. But then I never heard anything else about it because COVID hit. I'm sure they had to restructure. And then one day I got the phone call and I talked to the president of iHeartRadio and I said, okay. And, you know, I just felt like I'm going to do this, give it everything I've got. Whereas We Don't Die Radio, I talk to one person at a time on Shades of the Afterlife. It could be several topics and there's more of me talking as opposed to just listening to a guest. So it's different, but it's like one-stop shopping for all kinds of topics, just listening to an episode. So I love
0: them both. So, so you have... But you haven't done as much with We Don't Die Radio after you started. No, no wonder I have trouble doing one a week. How can you possibly? Is it every week with with the with the um, Shades of the Afterlife program? It is. New
1: episode comes out every Friday, and it they are more labor intensive. I mean, I take out every um or hesitation or if somebody repeats themselves, I mean, I'm right on it. Whereas my show, it's like you're sitting on the couch with us a little more conversational, but I want to make it professional. And it's only been because of time that I haven't been able to really concentrate on. We don't die radio as much. Just, there's been some family things going on. And of course COVID hit and just restructuring my whole life and losing my catering business and trying to create a new business online so, anyways, I'm back in the swing of things, though.
0: I'm so glad. Yeah, you sound terrific. You sound as if you're perfectly happy. I but I am. think it's, it's great. What are the other kinds of shows um, there are on this new joint venture between Coast to Coast and iHeart? What, what other kinds of shows are Well, there? they're
1: just starting out. So, they're more in the paranormal field. There's a, a couple of others. Um, not my – I mean, I, I'm going to say this honestly. I haven't listened to them.
0: Yeah. I, know, I don't listen to anybody else's either. Who has the time?
1: And it's not for whatever they're up to. It's just that I've been so concentrated. Yes. I have a to do list that never gets complete. Oh, my God. So goodness. while I do like to share, I just have to be honest and say I haven't listened. But they're aiming to grow. And I think my show was just a. First one to get the ball rolling and they're very proud of it. And every so often you can hear me on at one thirty in the morning, Eastern time. They'll have me on for a few minutes to talk to George and Tom about it. And uh, I set my alarm, wake up in the middle of the night and um, <laughs> I'm there. Yes.
0: Talk about dedication. That's, yeah, absolutely. That's really <laughs> real big, really big dedication. Wow. So, but eventually they'll probably have um, experts on, Oh, um, extraterrestrials and some, you know, all sorts of weird things. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Good for you. I'm so proud. of you. Yeah,
1: I mean, you just never know whose life you can touch. In the past 24 hours, I heard just two beautiful stories of people whose lives had transformed and that they're now giving back, helping people that are grieving in different ways, because way back when, six years ago, they heard an episode of We Don't Die Radio. Don't you love that? Oh, it's, i I have goosebumps it, now because we just never know.
0: No, no, it's it is. Because. It is. I hear from people every single day now that will say wonderful things like that. And and then they they'll ask me a question or all kinds of just everybody is so different. And it's wonderful to to meet people like that, even if it's only through an email. I just I Absolutely. love it. Sometimes I'm up in the middle of the night just trying to answer them. I got I got so many in the, that previous day because there's just no control. Some days it's one or none, and other days it's ten. So yes, but that's part of the joy of this, you know. You you're you're responding to other people. You're not just doing this for yourself. So tell us that story. What was the story that made you feel wonderful? You said that you had just reheard. Well, it
1: was two things. Number one, we have our Sunday gathering every Sunday, and that's our non-denominational. I don't I'm gonna say better than church service. And I'm thinking about how I grew up going to church and everything that's just stale and rehearsed. But every Sunday we do a free gathering and we have several hundred people show up worldwide on our Zoom call and there's music and there's a a, an address and there's a medium demonstration in every one. So they are special. And we it's all about life and the afterlife and living a life powerfully. And there's one lady who's been on every single one of our 75 weeks.
0: Oh my goodness, good for her. Yes, wow. and
1: I remember meeting her at the first AREI symposium.
0: Wow.
1: Yep, way back seeing you there too. And but I Never knew what brought her into this conversation. So because she's a psychotherapist, I thought she'd be well spoken. And because I've met her and because she's been on all 75 Sundays, I thought, Maybe this woman Carol would love to do the address.
0: I saw that you had someone different. Oh yeah, yeah. And
1: she told the story of her husband passing. And they'd been married many, 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 many years. And, you know, that true love, having that heartbreak of a spouse pass away is very tough, I'm right. sure. Of course. And she found through a friend, We Don't Die Radio. And she slowly started buying into the possibility that her husband Mike yeah. was still alive well she started asking him for signs and she would get these feathers that would randomly drop yes. to her feet yeah. and yeah and <sighs> then she heard me talk about the symposium out there in in Arizona and she says oh Mike should I go you know and so she had gotten a feather confirmation. Well, she's been she would tell her friend Jean all of these things. And Jean was interested in going. And she's Jean said she pulled a towel out of her linen cabinet. And right in the middle of one of the towels was a a big feather. And so that was their (laughs) sign to go. And so she went to both of the symposiums. And then she came to my first We Don't Die Orlando event. I just knew I liked her. We were just beautiful Friend zoo really nice yes and to, but just to hear now that she, how much she gives back and then yes. the other one is is a nice gentleman named Brian Smith who runs Grief to Growth Grief with the letter the number two
0: growth is it Brian wonderful yes he's, one of he's my friends, wonderful he's wonderful yes and
1: he's been asking me for a long time to be on his show and we recorded an episode yesterday and he'll air it in a few weeks time I believe but he said that his whole journey started with me and the podcast as well we don't die radio and after that he's become a um chapter organizer for helping parents heal
0: right. in
1: ohio with his wife he's now written a book he's got his podcast he's he helps people so much realize the growth that really can come from grief and help people get on their journeys and he's just such a beautiful giver and he and I just I didn't know it all started because lo and behold he found an episode of we don't die radio and then yeah. listened to them all after his daughter had passed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he he keeps track of all the days that have passed. Yes. <laughs> and she I should just tell everyone listening uh this she was I think in her teens and yes. she High she yeah um she just one day she didn't wake up. Right. And Brian first knew about it when he heard his wife screaming. Yes. Um, it, it, if this... This was a tough thing for them to go. There was no reason for it. She had some sort of a, of a mild kind of condition, but no one thought it was going to take her life. It was just right. out of the blue this happened. But yes. his name is his name is Brian Smith, everyone, and he is just if if you if you can go to his Grief to Growth podcast and listen to that, um, we'll be we'll be very happy to to send you there because he's a good guy through and through, a really decent man. I think we've had him on three or four times on Seek Reality. Oh, as wonderful, well. wonderful
1: share the Good.
0: love. Yes, absolutely. Well, the thing is, I we, as I said earlier, um you you've noticed as I've noticed that in this field there are many people for whom and they're wonderful people. I love them. I bless them in their journey, but it's much more about them than it is about you who are listening now. Yes. And I I I just find it hard to resonate with people who are doing this because it's a way for them to get famous or successful, I, I I would like to be able to disappear and just do the work. Um, because it's not about me. It's not about Sandra. It's really about you who are listening now, empowering you to know the truth, because the truth really does set you free. And because, as Sandra just said so wonderfully, you're going to want to give back, too. And the joy for you of of sharing what you have learned about what is really true, what is beyond anything I mean, it was fun to learn all this stuff. I mean, I spent 50 years. It took me a lot long more, long more time than it took Sandra to finally be convinced about everything. But it's so much more fun to share it with you. I feel as if I did my – spent a lot of my type, type life doing this work for a reason. And the reason was you weren't listening right now, you. There are some people who really feel that way, and Sandra is one of them. And I'm so glad that, you know, I'm so glad we're doing this work together, my dear absolutely and there's more of us and
1: we each have an ego we do and some people's unfortunately it it takes over and they can't control it and they're the ones that want to be in the in the light you know what am I trying to say the spotlight and spotlight yeah they, they charge crazy amounts of money and it's oh look at me but to just hear from regular people that aren't Really making money doing this? I mean, th- these are labors of love. Our totally, podcast,
0: yes, are all labors of love.
1: Exactly, and that we just speak from our heart, and all we want to do is share. And for whoever is listening, you there at home or in the car, or wherever you are, out for a
0: Everybody's walk, out the car, I think,
1: I don't know, but the thing is, is you don't have to write a book. You don't have to have a podcast. It could be as simple as being in the line of the grocery store with someone. Or just meeting someone. I can't tell you how many people I've sat next to on an airplane who are just coming from a funeral. And it's like, do I tell them? Don't I tell them? Do I tell them? Don't I tell them? You know, and it's just yeah. to have that courage just to share. We never push this on people, but you can tell if when somebody mentions something about grief or um, the transitioning of a loved one. You know, hey, have you ever heard of uh, Seek Reality or uh, We Don't Die? Uh, <laughs> you know, those kind yes. of things.
0: Yeah. Plant the seeds,
1: plant the seeds.
0: Just yesterday, I'm helping um, one of my daughters is is starting her own business and doing a wonderful job of it. Frankly, she's out shining. Everybody else I've ever worked with, I just love that. I'm so proud of her. Great. But um, I was helping her work with her insurance agent. And I get an email from him saying, uh, are you the Roberta Grimes who's an author? And I said, well, I'm a Roberta Grimes as an author. I don't think I'm the there probably are others. And it turned out that uh, I was being cheeky, of course. And, and it turned out his father had just died of covid and an aunt had just sent him my book. Wow. And so, of course, I said to him, you know, read the book and then let's have lunch because he's in he's in Austin. And that kind of thing is fun. I mean, th- maybe this is the part that I want most to share with everybody as Sandra and I talk. Look how happy she is. Look how happy I always am. It comes from the fact that we know the truth and we aren't afraid at all to die. No question. Let it come today, God. And Although I know it won't come yet for a while. Thomas has made that clear to me. But but the point is we're so happy. And you <laughs> can be happy too when you know all the, all this is true. It's not just...
1: The knowing that the afterlife is real. Once, you know, and you get it, you (laughs) live a different kind of life. There's, there's no more. Well, it's not no more because we are human and we do forget this. I don't remember that I'm in this 24 hours a day. But you actually have a choice. Are you going to be a victim of a situation? or could you say, "Hey, yes, I, I can learn from this. My soul can grow from this.
0: Everything that happens is an opportunity. Uh, as of course in Miracle says, everything that happens to you is either love or a call for love. So there's only one response. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and that's what we – but it's just fun. It's fun to be able to help people in a way that maybe nobody else in the room can. I, I just love it. Sorry. We're, we're spending too much time talking about how much fun we're having. But we, we just want you to know that like Brian Smith and others who started out grieving, you this is something you can use to give in a unique way to many, many other people once you learn it yourself. So that's, I think, maybe the biggest message. But we, Sandra and I talked a little bit before um, we, we came on about some of the stuff that we found out. She told me about a survey. Sandra has a wonderful Facebook group. We don't die. It's, it's, you've changed the name. So say the name again, what the Facebook group is. Well, it's We
1: Don't Die listeners. If you type in that, you'll get to it. If okay. you go to we wedontdie.com and right at the top, there's a tab, there's different tabs for Sunday gathering and things we have going on in the calendar, but there's one for the Facebook group there too. So you can okay. just oh, join it okay, that so way. Easy, easy. Yeah. But what I did was ask a question of what brought people to the group because I was somebody who had a fear of dying, uh, you know, different reasons, I had loved one who was dying, you know, yes. so I had reasons to be involved in this conversation. I just assumed that there would be an equal amount of people that would come because of a fear of dying or um loved one was diagnosed or, you know, you get to a certain age and we all have these questions about, you know, what's the big picture? Who am yes. I? What is my life for? So I just put up a survey and I put a few sample things of, you know, and I let people also add why they're there. And, It was almost shared of the top two things by so much was looking for proof of the afterlife. And the second thing was to be in communication with their loved one who had asked. So all this, the fear of dying or, you know, somebody's got a life-threatening illness, maybe a couple of people. Yeah. But hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people want to know, and I can totally understand because I'm one of them, that there's good reasons to believe in the afterlife, but also keeping that relationship alive.
0: Yes. Yes, I thought that was interesting when you said that, because I think that I see that too. I hear sometimes, and so do you, from people who are terrified of death. For some reason, they've always been men for me and usually very young men. But they they're paralyzed by the fear of death. I think there's much more fear of death among the young than there is among the old. Maybe because they've they've may not consciously know it, but they do have a life plan to live out, and they want to be able to use this lifetime as they came in, not knowing what that plan was. They want to be able to use their live their plan before they die, and I think that may want to be one of the sources of it. But there's some of them paralyzed by the fear of death. But you you get past that. And then you have someone, as you say, someone that you love uh, goes ahead of you. And suddenly you want to make sure that they're OK, that mm-hmm. that was what inspired you. But I, it's more recent, this notion that they feel they should be able to talk to these people, I think because there's much more attention now in the last, say, 20 years in our culture on talking with the dead. You didn't really hear as much, nearly as much about it in, say, since the 50s. It, it was not. Not much on people's radar, but it really is now. And that's good because there is a lot more news coming in that field than there ever has been before. I mean, we have Sonia Rinaldi, who's doing such wonderful communication work, um, electronic voice phenomena and uh, instrumental transcommunication. And people like Craig, who's for more than a decade been holding the same circle every week. To develop physical mediums in in his mm-hmm. own um, in his own living room, um, and of course we have famous mediums now. People people you know, it, when people started seeing John Edward doing this magic stuff on TV. I think it made people think it's possible. That's right. That's Why can't right. He Speak talk to my mom? You know. Speaking of Sonia,
1: my friend Robert Lyon, who also filmed me for the We Don't Die documentary, he just came back from Brazil. We are filming and creating a documentary on Sonia Rinaldi.
0: Great. I, I saw that. She sent out her, her newsletter to her the page. The
1: final now. piece was for him to go to Brazil. He and I were both supposed to go last year in May 2020, but obviously oh, we couldn't. <laughs> right. But he right. had most of the movie filmed. And so he's been down there the past couple of weeks filming her actually doing these experiments. So now he's Love editing it. it, and it should be ready by January. To, and everybody can see the images and the voices and the pictures of the people from the afterlife that she's captured.
0: So it's very really, excited it's, about it's that. extraordinary. And she has a Patreon um, um Account. So anyone who is interested in hearing from her regularly, she she sends her Patreon people these updates all the time. At least once a week, I think I get some kind of update. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, it's it's great to see it. It's great to see how this is progressing. Some of it I don't care about as much. I mean, I, I but but some of it is quite, quite shocking and amazing. And things that maybe I only suspected before she's been able to confirm, for example, she can readily talk with people who are in comas. I always assumed that was possible. And what happens is if your body's in a coma, you you know, it's boring out of your mind to have to stay in that body. So you get out, you basically smoke a a metaphorical cigarette and, and sit around the room. And so she could talk to these people about what's going on. Isn't that amazing? The whole thing is so
1: mind blowing. It's amazing. And as much as I loved seeing her pictures and comparing them to people as they actually lived The thing that did it for me, Roberta, is when a picture of my dad came through looking Uh, young in his 20s. And (laughs) I have a similar picture to what she sent. But in my picture, he's looking straight at the camera. This one, he's turning off to the side. And also, she sent me the film, the 20 seconds of seeing this static energy that she was filming. And then all of a sudden, that picture forms and then it disappears again. So that
0: it's beautiful. I love it. Perfect. I love it. Oh, my word. If you're if you were listening, think about this. Because Sandra is someone that's with whom Sonia resonates, and her dad really is still trying to make sure she understands he's perfectly fine, he went to Sonia Rinaldi in Brazil because there's a very effective station there that communicates directly with her. He went there, and he looked now looking the way he looks, which is young and gorgeous. He appeared, she was able then Sonia was able to transmit that picture into her own or to or they the rather it wasn't Sonia doing it. it was the people not in bodies doing it. they were able to transmit it to Sonia, who then was able to record it and send it to Sandra, who said, "Oh my God, there's my dad! Oh. Think about that for a minute. Beautiful. That's even more than communication that's hundred percent guaranteed proof." Mm -hmm. Of life after death.
1: That's right. And then my my mom, who doesn't necessarily buy into everything I'm doing, (laughs) but she loves me and she supports me and she listens to me. She does. She listens. I showed her the picture. And, you know, her jaw dropped because it's like no picture that we have and it's clearly him. So all she said was, well, I'd have to see how this was done. You know, which is because yeah. it, it, the mind can be so skeptical, so yeah. that's one of the reasons the documentary is important and yes. at the website we don't diefilms dot com people can watch the trailer and watch a whole bunch of these clips of these faces coming out of the static so okay. if anybody's interested in checking that out you
0: can and we're we're gonna put that in the in the program notes, so it's called we don't we, die films we don't <laughs> die films .com. .com. that's easy okay all right that'll be that'll all you don't have to drive off the road because uh that will be in the program notes um that's so much fun sandra you're doing so much so many things that are so much fun well it's fun for you and i
1: and putting ourselves back to the person who has experienced grief who yes. is at the deepest darkest lowest place to get A little sign like this, even if it's not their loved one, that it's possible your loved one is still alive. It can give somebody their life back because we know you can hit the darkest, most awful place, grieving. And unfortunately, a lot of people choose to check out on their life, both physically or they die inside. And they can live 30 years not living as a human being because of uh, the grief.
0: Absolutely. Now, people are asking... Okay, well, if that wonderful sort of wonderful thing can happen, why is not it happening all the time? Why don't we why isn't there a meeting we can go to who can just make that happen? And I've explained it or tried to. How what do you how do you answer that question? Well, when you think of something like
1: the telephone, look at how long it's taken from Alexander, Alexander Graham Bell to where we yes. are. even Watch
0: the, and I want you,
1: yes. Even yeah. when the first cell phones came out, they were these big, bulky cases that you carry I, yeah. around.
0: Well, you had to have this thing in your trunk, and then it was hardwired to the car. I remember it very well in the 80s. Right,
1: and then, fast forward to the cell phone, and I remember my mom and I had gone on a trip. We went to South Africa. It was before cell phones were big in the United States. Everybody in Johannesburg Had a cell phone and I remember seeing that like oh my gosh and then I'm thinking it's only a matter of time and probably quickly before in the the United States we'd all have one of these cell phones so now they're just regular you know we don't think much of it oh it's just my phone but let's think of it it can pick up (laughs) like so much information that's ever things that have ever been you know it's like better than any any um, encyclopedia just anything I mean it's does, and it's a camera and this and that. Well, as far as afterlife communication goes, I think the same thing holds true. Over the course of the years, there's been people involved. But when enough people get excited about it and we saw how fast the first cell phone kind of took off and now all different companies have it, and different ones are better than the others. It's, there's going to be some young, fresh minds, maybe not all everybody young. But they say, oh, my gosh, if this is possible, I want to work on it. And so they can work on what the forefathers already started and then do more. So it just takes a little bit of time for people, our shows, seeing the documentary on Sonia, some other people that are doing some great things as far as instrumental transcommunication to get more people involved and realize this is real then I think it can just grow exponentially.
0: Oh, I love it that you have so much faith. There's one more problem that everybody needs to understand these people are fighting, and that's that the real scientists are people not in bodies. The people who are here could do nothing without the help of the real experts. Many of them are familiar names. Many of the people working on this now, you would know the name if if we said it to you. The problem is, A, that these people... Are the are the real experts, and B, they can tell the motives and the and the internal. So that they can read the hearts of the people they're working with here, and they will only work with people who are dedicated to devoting long-term, selfless, loving uh, attention to this. Um, we had Annabella Cardoso here a few weeks ago. She's one of the people who has been been sort of. Co- Courted and trained by people not in bodies because she is such a selfless human being. If you met Sonia Rinaldi, she's no bigger than a minute, and she is just the sweetest person you have ever met. She's. This is none of this is about Sonia, but there are people working in this field who, for whom, it's like this is how I'm going to make my million. And if people feel that way, there's no possible way they will ever get a team to really work with them consistently. So, I agree with you. Somebody is going to be young and, and sort of excited about your film perhaps about Sonia will do it. I don't know, but there are people who will catch on. But in order for them to get anywhere, they're going to have to put their ego away. If they want to make money, they have to make it some other way because nobody who is in it for the money is ever going to get anywhere. We've been told that actually by people not in bodies. This is not about someone making money. This is about saving the world. It's too important. For people to charge for That's it. right, and if we are following our
1: passion, I do believe we get compensated because here. Oh, we do. Who, who lost her whole job, my catering business, when yeah. COVID hit, and I thought I got to think fast and what's always been in my passion is we don't die and sharing good mediums and things. So I did what I knew to do and let's offer things online. Let's offer a free Sunday gathering, which nurtures, uh, nurtures our soul as well. And people, they know us, they like us, they trust us. Everything's got a money back guarantee. We're, We're very transparent about who we are and, that but the bottom line is we care and people know that that is such so a i
0: point. can pay my mortgage yes exactly <laughs> well, well, we yeah. had we had a tremendous financial setback not long ago and just automatically a lot i started getting a lot more um clients for my uh my sort of unconventional lawyer business and um we and so other things happened and suddenly it was not a problem at all so the yeah, money is the easiest thing. we are told money is the easiest thing for them to produce, but they don't produce a lot of it. they produce what we need, and uh that's such a good point actually we I haven't talked about that enough, but yeah, seeing what happened with you when you lost what really was a very she had the sexiest business in the in the history of the universe. she oh, was doing she was doing big, big dinners under a tent for race car drivers. That's right. That. All these these lovely young men who who drive zipping around racetracks and Sandra got to meet them all and know them all. And 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 when her mother, who who has had been doing this before Sandra, this uh, when 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 she was I think when she was she was that with a medium or you were and there was a message for her. But uh, uh, who was it who came through the oh, most? Oh, this was great. Yes. A a medium. I love this
1: story. Well, back in the day, my mom had gotten involved with racing. One of our neighbors was a father of a race car driver, and she was a travel agent. So she started going to these races and helping people with their travel. And then it was back in 87 that there's a 24-hour race that happens in Daytona, and they wanted a chef to cook for the teams. One of the teams did. and my mom says, Hey, my daughter just graduated from culinary school. Sure, she'd be happy to do Perfect. it. So Perfect. So that's how that all started. But one of the people that she did travel for was the actor Paul Newman. <laughs> and nobody it. really knows that because it was so long ago. And so through a medium, I was told or asked, Did your mother know Paul Newman? I said, Yes. And there was a thank you from Paul Newman. Medium saw my mom wearing an apron and the race cars and all that great stuff. And it's just yeah. like,
0: I love oh. that. Yeah, that was exactly. Such a great story. It oh really my was. goodness! I bet he was gorgeous too, because he would be young again. I mean, there was never a more gorgeous man when he was young than Paul Newman.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: So anyway, so that's really this is all this is all such happy work that we're doing. Talk a little more about the survey. Was there discussion then among the people on your Facebook site? Were they talking about how this had helped them? Well, is this the kind of thing. Yes, to talk about?
1: and in the Facebook group, people are encouraged if they have signs from their loved ones to write them and share them, and it takes like many people feel very much alone. I think we all do. And when we think about the afterlife, a lot of people don't openly share that they believe because we as humans have fear of what other people will think of us. When my birth-
0: other people will step on it. Exactly.
1: That's right. When my book first came out, I really thought I'd lose oh, clients oh. and friends and family oh, because they yes. think I was crazy, but none of that happened. So we have a fear of sharing. So within the Facebook group, when people share some of the signs that they've got, or some of the great things that they have found, whatever it may be, it gives other people the permission to share. And especially as happy as I am right now, there was four years at least of this dark cloud of grief that was over me oh, after sure. the death of my dad. It was the worst time of my life. I heard hit the rock bottom. And so I can see in people's communications, that's where they are. And then other people are able to share their experiences and people need people. And to be around people that have been there and are there for you and not just talk about grief, not just talk about um, reliving stories of loved ones and those kind of things, but to talk about how to be in touch with their loved ones and yes. and different things that they've done. And it's beautiful. There's one lady that I am going to eventually talk to on an interview of some sort. Her husband passed not too, too long ago. And she may be around 60 years old. She uses her iPhone and she calls a number and does like FaceTime. And the best way I can describe this is she could have her phone pointed at, say, nothing, right? Mm -hmm. And what shows up where there would be normally another person looking at you, the phone starts to flash and it turns into like red and green and blue and all these different colors. And within those colors is the silhouette of his face. Oh, my word. And it's like nothing I've ever seen. So I'm right now I'm asking her, now, do you point it at a person? Do you, like, like? let me find out how this is happening. And she hears so many songs that were their song and different songs, not things she normally hear on the radio. There's so many signs. And she'll even go into, she went into a public restroom and she says to her husband, if you're here. Make this light start blinking. All of a sudden, the light starts blinking, you know. Of course, and, Oh, yes. And so there's something that's being done. And I think to hear these stories and for people to know that there's ways to keep this relationship alive. Oh, you know, it's great. like it's <laughs> like our loved one goes on a vacation before us. Yes. They're going to go and they're fine. There's ways they're going to let us know that they're there. They arrived safely. They checked into the hotel. Yep. Yep. They say you still have work to do before you join. You stay there, and then someday we'll be back together. So they are the
0: still very much calls. alive. You said she calls some phone number. Well,
1: it's it's not about the phone number. It's just about oh, it
0: does. Okay. It's about what's
1: it's about. It Must be about her energy. Like Sonia has yeah. must have some kind yes. of energy that yes. she's. Excellent like this point. woman is pure of heart, like Sonia is pure of heart. So it's got nothing to do with the phone number. I really think it's her husband manipulating
0: yeah. energy
1: to be able to put his face on there.
0: Oh, I love it so much. People understand, everyone, please, that the people that, in fact, all of us are energy beings. And when we drop our bodies, we're even more energy beings and more powerful than before. So it's easy for people to manipulate. Electricity. I have been in the fun of staying in touch. I have a story about my brother-in-law who is an especially actually an especially advanced being and all the things he was doing with electricity. I mean, it you know, for, for for his child to say for Pete's sake, dad, stop messing with my TV show that that that's pretty casually living with the dead. I think kind of wonderful that that's how natural it was for his daughter when he when he went ahead. But um but they're energy beings. So if you see lights blinking, some people routinely will see either lights, um, overhead lights, you know, street lights turning off as they go under them or turning on as they go under them. That's also often a sign. It's just Mm -hmm. amazing the world we live in. And most people, some people actually, you've heard this too, Sandra, um, they'll give you a list of all these wonderful signs that their, their loved one has given them. And then they'll say, I just wish I could really know for sure that's him. And I'll say, for Pete's sake, you know, as you would say about her phone. Obviously, it's a sign. I know. this cannot happen by coincidence. There's no such thing.
1: I think people should keep a notebook, a journal of these things that are happening. I, I think they should also have a commitment because I had gotten an email this morning from a lady who heard about electronic voice phenomena. She says, well, I tried it and it didn't work. So I said, wait a minute, let, let's think about this. And my response was something very nice. But it was just like, <laughs> if you could imagine your loved one in the hereafter. And they're very excited. Okay, I, my loved one's been grieving. I'm doing everything I can to show them I'm here. I'm putting myself in their dreams. And they think, it's oh, it's just a dream. <laughs> i'm giving I'm giving them the smell of my cologne or cigar and they think, oh, it's just my imagination. The spirit world works through our imagination. So now this person on the other side is doing everything that they can to show this person that they're still alive. So uh, so somehow they say, "Okay, maybe this electronic voice phenomena. So maybe they're able to put enough thought into their loved one's mind. And so this lady gets a tape recorder and maybe she buys the book or watches a video how to do it. And this, this person is like, okay, I don't really know how to do this, but together we're going to make this work. You're going to hear my voice. And so this woman tries just once, doesn't work. And now yep. the loved one is like, just once. honey, we need practice. We need to meet up yes. at the same time. We, we, l- let me same try this as well. Too. It's hard yes. to get the
0: vibrations right the first
1: time. That's right. Yep. Absolutely it is. And it's like, as far as EVP goes, it's like learning another language. It's I right. don't speak German. I don't, but there's a <laughs> couple of words that I actually know because my mom, was Or she is German, but she knows some word from childhood. So I know what the word potato is. I know yes and no and things like that. So if somebody were speaking German and I heard those couple of words, I'd say, oh, they're say, they said potato, you know. So right. EVP is the same thing. We're so conditioned to listen to the background noise, whether it's a fan or the sound of raindrops, that our, our mind hears that. But once we start hearing words and we start recognizing them, it's almost like we can differentiate the voice from the sound. And it takes time. It takes practice. My first recordings that I did, I heard nothing. And when I went back to them, there there are words in them. So it oh, takes. Wow. it really takes a commitment. So I ask anybody who's interested in any way of keeping that relationship alive with your loved one, Your loved one wants to as well, but pay attention to the signs. Keep a journal. Pay attention to how you feel. Keep a photograph of them when they're at their best with you. Keep talking to them. Sometimes memories come in out of nowhere. That's them. Sometimes these feelings just come in or a smell or a thought. Yeah. The spirit world uses our imagination to come through. That's, that's how mediums work. That's, that's,
0: that's a beautiful, beautiful point. That's exactly what's happening. Yes. Pay we- attention. We, we think it's us doing it, but it's not. It's really them putting the thought in our minds, That's and right. they'll they'll deliberately channel in a thought just before you hear a pure familiar song or see a bumper sticker with their name or whatever it is you That's see. Right. But this is this is beautiful. Oh, I wish we, but we have come to the end of our time together. And what, what do you want people to take away, Sandra? That around them at this moment,
1: their loved ones are still alive and they're their cheerleaders. As we pass into the unseen world, the spirit world, the hereafter, Summerland, whatever you want to call it, yes, we still go on. We have lives to live. What we don't accomplish here on earth, we can continue working on. If you're single, you've never been married, you've never had kids, you can find your life partner in the unseen world. I mean, love everything. is real, everything yeah. jobs or if you want to sing it's all available to you so they are busy they have things to, to do but they're only a breath a heartbeat a thought away they can be right by your side so to know that in this invisible space around us energy is never destroyed so you are loved it's important to quiet your mind and pay attention to your feelings. Pay attention to these thoughts that you think are your imagination. It very well could be them. And to know that you are loved, that your life is for a reason.
0: Yes. It really
1: is. And what's coming to mind right now, those who are hit the hardest by grief or hardship, if you can find a way to make a difference for another person, set your eyes another person concentrate on being of service your life will feel better it will work out and that is the true coin i think of the spirit world is being of service to someone else and it does you know we it can't live all about me 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 but i think we're designed that as human beings you need people so if anyone wants a free copy of my book, you can go to we don't die.com. It's the main website. There's upcoming classes, our Sunday gatherings, tons of stuff there. But it, either if you join my email list, you get a free PDF of the book. Or if you go to the store, you'll see the audio book and you can use coupon code FREE, F-R-E-E. And Chapter 10 is How to Survive Grief. I think that's very important for people to learn.
0: And her book is excellent. It was was so terrific, though. When I first saw it, um, I immediately wanted to meet her and did. And that was the start of a really beautiful friendship. And I'm so tickled to see how well you're doing. And long may you fly. This is fabulous. I'm so glad you were with us. Thank you so much, Sandra. Oh, thank you. Everyone, we've come to the end of our time. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I'm so glad you were with us. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never will end. And when you really get that, it changes everything in your life for the better. Next week we're going to be talking with Dr. Allison Kay. She's an experienced subtle energies practitioner and natural healer with a holistic approach toward helping others thrive in mind, body, and spirit. That's her tagline. And her, She wrote a book called, I love this, Reasonable Dragons, How to Activate the Field of Possibilities Where Logical Magic is the, two normal, the New Normal. Two great phrases, Reasonable Dragons and then Logical Magic. So I'm I, eager to meet her, I have to tell you. All of what we talk about here on Seek Reality, and in fact, everything we seek is an elevation of human consciousness over all the earth, and that's so we can leave fear, hatred, anger, every negative emotion behind, and so we literally can save the planet. I use the teachings of Jesus to help you with this essential consciousness elevation, but even though they work very well, they're not for everyone and there are ancient traditions. And we're talking this week and I think next week with someone else who uses ancient traditions also to help you to grow spiritually. And Dr. Allison Kay says that her mission is to support the next higher evolution of the collective and create change for the health of this planet and those who are ready to unleash every part of the magic within them. So boy, I'm ready to release all my magic too. Let's join. Please join us next week. Let's get together and let's talk with this woman and see what she has to share with us. This week, we've been talking with the wonderful Sandra Champlain, and she's been with us for the 11th time. Sandra, as you can see, is a ray of light. When I first met her, I I knew this was a person who – she was still unformed, but she was going to do something wonderful with her life, and she's done that. Her book is called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death, and she's done so many more things with her life, all with keeping in mind the need for people to get past the fear of death. Um, as I've said, I consider her to be the person who will be doing whatever work I do here. She'll be doing that when I get to go home. Meanwhile, she's making a pretty big splash in the field of afterlife education, and I think she's only really getting started now. You can follow her at wedontdie.com, and the other things we talked about that she's doing, we'll have the links to them in in the program notes. As you know, I have nonfiction books, too, Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, and so on and so forth. All of my books are available as audiobooks, all the adult books, and there's a children's book which is illustrated called The Fun of Beating Jesus. If you want to talk with me about any of my books, about Sandra, about anything at all, you can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com, and I do answer every email. Meanwhile, we have come to the end of our time, and this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy. Please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being, and you, most of all in the universe, you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality
1: with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com.